0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for February 9th. It's a show from writers involved with Doctor Who, dealing with a government agency with extraordinary freedom to investigate scientific mishaps, strange phenomena, and deliberate misuses of science and technology. Torchwood, right? No. It was on this day in 1970 that the BBC brought us Doomwatch, a series whose stories took a grim view of humanity's scientific progress. Doomwatch was the creation of writers Jerry Davis and Dr. Kit Pedler, who were graduating to their own show after several years of contributing stories to Doctor Who, most of which involved another of their creations, the Cybermen, an enemy that was the epitome of technology running amok. But Davis and Dr. Pedler wanted to explore that theme in a more serious and mature venue and were given the chance to do so with Doomwatch. The series concerns itself with the Office of Scientific Work, an agency headed up by Dr. Simon Quist, which looks into the unexplained and frequently finds abuses of technology and other areas of science as the root cause. Quist hires an impetuous young investigator, Toby Wren, and immediately assigns him to look into a recent plane crash, where Toby discovers that a plastic-eating microbe, originally created to fight pollution, has mutated into something that eats away at vital parts of planes, cars you name it. And worse yet, when Quist and his number two man, Dr. Ridge, try to find out if the British government was already aware of it, they find themselves in the government's crosshairs. No one was supposed to know. The government cover-up is a near-constant running theme of Doomwatch, so in many ways, Doomwatch is a direct predecessor of the X-Files. In a moment, find out why so many of Doomwatch's cases are permanently closed. Doomwatch is a fondly remembered high-water mark of British sci-fi TV from half a century ago, but only a fraction of its episodes survive to this day for DVD release. In the early 1970s, there was no home video market, very few people owned the equipment, and the thought of commercially releasing past TV shows hadn't even been thought of yet. As was the case with many 1960s episodes of Doctor Who, Doomwatch was not something for which the BBC saw a long life. Videotape was an expensive commodity for broadcasters in the early 70s, so it was perfectly normal to erase tapes containing master edits and reuse them after a reasonable period of time had elapsed, during which there might be an opportunity for a rerun or two. Doomwatch suffered badly from this practice. Though there is a DVD box set available, it's a representative cross-section of the show at best, 14 of the show's 38 episodes no longer exist, including the first season finale, which saw one of the main character's luck run out in a fatal way, a huge shock for TV audiences in 1970. And even if you're hearing about it for the first time, Doom Watch was an early 70s hit for the BBC, so much so that it made a 1972 detour to the big screen, though the studio that made the movie under license from the BBC opted to create two new characters to be played by bigger-name actors, stealing the spotlight from the TV series cast members. And in 1999, an attempt was made to launch a new series picking up the storylines of the old with a new cast, But this project went only as far as a pilot TV movie. Long before Mulder, Scully, Agent Skinner, or even Captain Jack Harkness, Doomwatch was on the case. Scientists keeping an eye on other scientists and trying to avert disasters that could end civilization as we know it. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for February 9th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry.